Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, honey. And I'm a ragtime gal. Kelly and I both have top hats and canes. Yes, and I am a little skeleton, additionally. And additionally, Kelly is a skeleton. I, myself, am a skeleton. I can't speak to your experience, but I am a skeleton. (laughs) From my lived experience, (laughs) I am a skeleton. I'm a little ragtime skeleton. Allow me to introduce myself. Um, Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Well, hey. Um, Hi. Also, hello to you all, listeners. Um, You are listening to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it is a service industry podcast that you never thought you would hear. That is true. At least you didn't think it would be lasting this long. You might have thought you would hear it six months after we started, maybe even eight months after we started. Yeah, there is no way. We're talking three, four years. A lot of bets have been lost in the last. <laughs> yeah, if you were in on a pool, this type of thing, you lost. Sorry, you lost your home. Uh, you lost. You lost. We're still here. I don't know if anyone's still listening, but we are still here. Um, no, we know We know you're out there somewhere. Listeners, across Absolutely. the great plains of this beautiful country. Yeah. From the high desert, yeah, the east Amber of the Rockies, Rockies. yeah, Something like oh, that. we're yep. doing totally different things, but yes, it is ultimately the same thing. The Star Spangled okay. Banger, a banger, the Star <laughs> banger. Spangled Banger, more like it. Um, LOL. I was doing Art Bell's intro, which is also somebody's personal Star Spangled Banner, you know. I would say a lot of people, yeah, probably. yeah, 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 a lot of a close lot. personal friends. A lot of um, close of my personal friends. <laughs> Thank you. Um, great. How are we doing, Kelly? How are you doing? Good, good. You know, summer is finally here in New York, and I went to the beach last week, and I have some freckles on my face, and, you know, it's good vibes all around. That sounds great. Yeah. How are you? I am bad but it's fine it's finals time uh and i'll just say that you know when people are like oh you should um you really need to take care of yourself and like you can't work on school all the time you have to like do self-care and take a break and yada yada everyone's always saying how important the balance is okay i did that and now i'm absolutely fucked because I didn't spend all my time working on shit and now I'm trying to make it up at the last fucking second so don't do that everybody you have to be miserable you have to be miserable so I'm sorry that I took off a couple days and had and saw my friends I wish I hadn't done that and now you know I'm paying the (laughs) filled with regret I'm filled with regret I want to fucking die I hate school a lot and I think my big enemy is is apathy, and I mm-hmm. if I'm not scared, something not right. right. If I'm right. not like, I have to impress this professor. I'm so stressed. If I'm not stressed, if I'm just like, I don't want to do it, we're in trouble. 
Right. Yeah. Right. But it's fine. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. Um, Do you have any service stories? I do. I do. Well, really up and down weekend. Not sure what's going on astrologically, but like Friday I came in. I was like perfect night of service. Mm -hmm. Like good tips all night. Everyone had a great time. Like lots of cool stuff. And then Saturday came in. Not that anything went wrong, like no disasters, didn't get stiffed, nothing like that. But it was just like the the foil in how it was Yeah. Feeling yeah. was so stark. It was truly crazy. It was like night and day. Yeah. That's all I can explain it. But Friday, we'll focus on Friday. Cute cute night. Um Everyone came in and was, like, ready to party, ready to have a good time. And a man came in who was handsome, and but in, like, a very normal way. Okay. Um, and then there was, like, a, a friend couple, a straight woman and a gay man friend couple. Uh-huh. And they were like, can you come over? This The, the handsome guy was alone. We were chatting, da-da-da-da. And the friend couple called me over and they were like, what's, what's up with that guy? And I was like, I have no idea. He seems nice. Yeah. And they were like, okay, can you give him? And the girl wrote down her number. Cool. Now I'm not trying to put her on blast, but this was a Kelsey from Chicago. She had a Chicago area code. So I was obviously pulling for her. Yeah. Cause I'm a Kelly from Evanston. Close. Yeah. Close. And then I, and they were like, when you drop his check, will you drop this number? I was like, absolutely. And which is very fun. No one's ever asked me to do that before. And then I went up to him and I was like, I have your check here. Thank you so much. And I was like, and I just want to let you know, you got a phone number. And he was like, what? And I was like, like someone gave you their telephone number. Yeah. And he was like, oh. And I was like, like, so you can call them. (laughs) And he was like, oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep yep and then he and i was like it's that girl right there and he like went over to her and i guess he said to her he was like i am in a long-term relationship then this was interesting to me he said it is long distance kind of dropped that which i was like that's a little yeah he he cracked the door yeah he went "Mm." Uh uh-huh yeah and he was like i'm very flattered but like thanks kind of a thanks but no thanks Uh uh-huh and he left. And he left the number fully. Whoa, that's a bummer. I would have just taken it as like a... I know, just take it. Take I did it. hide it from her. I oh, kind good. Of like, that's nice of you. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast and cry. <laughs> Kelsey, if you're listening, <laughs> love you, girl. Um, And yeah, but I thought it was like... I, that was like the energy of the night where I was like, okay, people are being fun yeah. and silly. And flirty and like old and school flirty. flirty. Yeah old school flirting and That's she was like do you have a piece of paper and obviously all i had were like server pads so yeah. i was like also like aesthetically like i was like everything's Cute. working right oh my now. god yeah but he didn't take the number so that part didn't work but everything else worked everything else up until that moment hey you gotta shoot your shot kelsey kelsey and that's what i said i was like i think it's awesome that you did that and her friend was like yeah i think it's like so much better than the ops and i was like <laughs> 
Yeah, I agree. You're like, shut so the much. fuck up. Anyways, Kelsey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think it's better than the apps. I was like, no, I'm being support. I, I agree. I thought that. Yeah, no, I that's what that. I said. Uh, yeah, I mean, also, you know what, Kelsey, with an attitude like that and the moxie you have, I have no doubt you're going to find your Mr. Somebody's. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Because if you have the moxie to give a number, so yeah. you're going to catch somebody. You're going to turn some heads. Between you and me, was she cute? She was no. she was Chicago cute. <laughs> okay. Listeners, <laughs> I hope you 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 know, put a finger in your ear for that. Okay. Um okay, cute. All right. Well, like I said, Moxie. Moxie will get you Moxie. far. Moxie. Moxie gets you. Kelsey. I'm Chicago cute too and I do okay. Stick to the Moxie. Yeah. Um it it works it works a lot. It works hard. Um well, that's nice. That's a that's a that's a warming, charming story. Right. I thought it was warming and charming. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I said. Yeah. 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 How are you? You had a you had a barbecue. Oh yeah. Well, I have a vague service story in the fact that it involves me and like being a bitch and food. So um, I was telling Kelly that I um, found myself sort of like. You know, when you've worked in the service industry, much like they say the dreams and the nightmares never go away, n- neither does the eye for, like, The seeing- waking daymares. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Walking in a fucking, like, cloud of, like, dingy fear. And I, you have an eagle eye for when stuff is, like, fucked up and ugly for the rest of your life. Um, I don't want it, but it's here. And I just, me, like, kind of trying to... Um, produce this barbecue when I didn't think that's what I was supposed to be doing and I kind of like had to stumble into this role but being like a very like the cocktail napkins go here like this is where the snack station is like what does this station have is there ice like it's like being very you know everyone's like why is she so concerned with the stations anyways um and somebody they went to like a Costco run to get all this stuff and somebody um, I was like taking the food out and putting it you know different places and I came across this Costco um fruit platter that they got which was the most disgusting (laughs) fruit platter I've ever seen in my life and I've dumpster dived okay so it was like you know when the fruit starts to like bleed onto the other fruit yeah you know like it's leaving a mark on the pineapple and then like one of the fruits is kind of turned into a mush like there's bleeding going on right you know it's the least appetizing you know you could have shitty fruit that looks good and I'll eat it but if it's I can't not a mute, not a shared platter of bleeding fruit Mm-mm. with grapes. It's like not gonna happen. I Anyways, need grapes. Yeah, you're. It's gonna have grapes, and I was obviously in like maximum go mode, right? And so I said <laughs> to a kitchen full of people who had just done the Costco run, I said. Well, someone can feed this to their dog later after the party. Lillian. Uh, Lillian. I was like, this can go straight in the garbage or someone can feed it to their dog. And I meant I meant it as like an LOL we could all have. Obviously, 
when I said it, I was like, "This sound, you sound so fucking mean, and mm-hmm. there's no reason to say it like that, and that's not nice. I meant it as a laugh because it was so ugly. I thought everyone would laugh about it, but um, that was not the case. And I did apologize. I said, I'm just, I'm sorry. I was just heat of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> heat of the moment, seepage of the grapes. I, it just was too painful for me to even deal with. I was so stressed out about making something look appetizing and I come across this absolute roadblock and I said, I can't, what am no, I working with here? You're like, there's no... There's no way. There's nothing that can be done about There's this. There's no overcoming this. No. It has to be removed. It has to be. an obstacle. And then somebody was like, I'm really sorry we got that. And I was like, no, don't apologize to me about the fruit. I, it's, it's actually fine. I was like, you guys did a lot. Of, don't worry about it. And then I later saw it out on the table. And I was like, at that point. You were like, okay. So, like, what, do, what am I doing here? Like, what has, am I? <laughs> what, where does my energy and sort of more importantly, who deliberately disobeyed me? Who deliberately <laughs> disobeyed my orders? <laughs> who deliberately disobeyed my orders? Anyways, that that's coming back full force. And then, you know, watch out for me in Texas Roadhouse because I will be fun and running that place like the Navy or whatever that meme is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So anyways, look out, Eugene, summer 2022. Um, no, I read that Top Gun Two has seen, has has coincided with like a five hundred percent increase in like enlistments in the Navy, which like I'm like that could be, but then also it's like, are people really that dumb? Okay, first of all, I thought is this one like about the Navy and not the Air Force? I think well, the Navy drives the boats. The boats that the planes land on. So people just want to, like, an airship, aircraft ship an captain? Aircra- a hangar? I thought a hangar was earthly, bound on to land. the earthly. Yeah, but what do you call it when you're landing? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Top Gun 2, obviously. Well, I think what I've always said is the Navy's, you know, the Navy fucks the Navy sucks. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the yeah. gayest, it's the party it's, boy. It's yeah. like, it's very chill. I think if you Fingers have to be in the military, yeah, yeah, that's the one you're going to want. Like this guy who is a classmate of mine, he's, he was like in the middle, he was in the Navy for 20 years. I was like, what the hell are you doing in the Navy for 20? What is there to be done in the Navy that takes 20 years? Sweeping the deck. It's like, what happens? You just hang out. <laughs> They're just continual revivals not doing, of pirates of Penzance. Yeah, what are we doing in, on the ocean, like on the seas? I like, would we're think not... that there would be a lot of musical pirates? theater. Because <laughs> of the gay stuff, there's also the space for it on those big boats. Right, and there's the precedent of sort of like the, the Carnival Cruise <laughs> right. show. right. Right. And yeah, you're just like, you're at sea for six weeks. Like, why not just put on a number? Do a little Carmen Miranda because you got to be eating that citrus. Oh, come. Now that's you a know? lot of fun. Yeah. Now that's a lot of fun. Beat scurvy and have a laugh, I say. Oh, um, yeah. You're, you have a lot of fruit on those boats. So that's actually perfect. That's <laughs> yeah. genius, Lillian. Uh huh. Thank you. You're looking at the newest enlisted. I mean, this is woman. why you should let her kind of run the fruit. <laughs> 
table, the station, oh as she said. It came all the way back to fruit, and I didn't even realize it. <sighs> these, the, this mine, this mine. Oh, mind. goodness. It's, this is wasted on these term papers I'm writing. I mean, you think I can't, how, I, I can't shoot When you could be the in. USO coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> on the it? SS oh, Dulles or whatever. I, I can't, yeah, I can't squeeze this into my annotated bibliography, i tell you that. All right. Um... Well, let's let's hop to it. We've got some ground to cover, very important sure topics do. to talk about. Well, just to give a little context for this, I uh, actually I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but someone we know that writes for Grub Street, Rachel Sugar, DM'd me and said, "Have you, me Kelly, have you experienced people ordering?" Uh, tequila martinis which is like a a drink that originated in austin that is disgusting that's like tequila lime juice olive juice no maybe triple sec i don't even remember what and um and she was like are people ordering that from you and i said no they are not but then that kind of like sent me on this kind of thinking about as we've talked about the dirty shirley as we've talked about the espresso martini and how we're seeing this resurgence of not cocktail culture because it's not like Mm -mm. late aughts stirred bow tie whatever but it's also not it's like to me in opposition to pre-pandemic I feel like everyone wanted to like be in the know about natural wine and be in the know about Amaro's and be able to like talk about producers and talk about like have this like language for so much Mm -hmm. and now it's like what you want is one cocktail that is quick and easy to order but also like says something about yourself yeah and so I'm interested in in that yeah well we were like we one of our early episodes and 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 this was like the subject of many a harried writers getting fifty do- <laughs> yeah, fifty dollars worth of a freelance gig of like what your what your bartender thinks about you about the drink you ordered what your drink of choice says about you bit, bit, what your bartender really thinks whatever it is an, it is fun we did it we had a great episode and what I will say one thing that literally happened today is that one of the front of house managers her boyfriend came in. And got two Long Island iced teas, which I was like, I don't really, I don't really think that like what you drink says anything about you besides like you like that and it's tasty to you. Except if you're ordering two Long Island iced teas before five o'clock, that says you have a drinking problem. That says a lot. That's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. (laughs) I actually do think that, I, I think that it can say a lot about. You. I mean, I think it can say a lot. I can think it can say a lot, but that said more. Yeah, that's that was a, verbose. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole monologue. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, I'll you know I'll judge on anything really, but uh, I do drinks for sure, and you have to. I mean, the thing is, when you're working and you're dealing with like a gazillion people in a short amount of time, you have to come up with shortcuts. And, of course. And you have to be racist. You have to put people in categories and you have to be <laughs> in this case. <laughs> you don't even laugh at my fake racist jokes anymore. Jeez Louise. Well, that was a laugh. I know. Okay, okay. 
Anyways, no, but you have to create a shorthand, and you say, that's a martini. Oh, of course, he got a dirty bum. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. You have to. It makes your job easier. But, yes, I would agree with you that saying, like, generalized knowledge or even, like, because to me, like, the the mark of a experienced, sophisticated drinker is more about knowing, again, with manners or outfits, what's appropriate for the setting, right? That's really true. That's really true. But what is also changed now is that people go, I think people go to places that embody this certain trendy drink. So they're not only going for the place, but they're going to the, the, the setting to order the drink that fits with the setting that fits with the trend. Absolutely. I mean, I think, and what, Yes, I think people are like, I'm going to Bemelman's, so I'm getting a martini. Right. I'm going here, so I'm getting da-da-da-da-da. I also think that it is like, I think everyone post-pandemic, during pandemic, however you want to categorize it, is just like, we've lost so many of the markers of the way that we identify because it's like, there, like, there's no snobbery anymore because it's like if you're a snob, you're a fascist. Mm. And if not, you listen to folklore. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, whatever. And so it's like you still want something that's going to signal socially that you're like, I'm this way. Right. Well, I think that's also part of, you know, when they started, I forget what, again, another harried freelance writer wrote, but, um, the idea of like, oh, during the pandemic and post-pandemic, not only celebrities, but like rich people were were toning down what they were posting because, yeah. right? So not posting like overtly like luxurious rich yeah. things, but kind of like a nod if you knew, then you knew that this, you know, or an abstract picture of whatever, but not saying like, I'm in St. Martin's or whatever the fuck. I don't even know if that's an island. Yeah. But um something one of those sounds like it i don't know bart's st bart's i don't know whatever st bart's definitely is st martin's could be mm. rich people let me know martinique yeah that's the cousin of st martin <laughs> um anyways <Identical> cousin. <laughs> yeah that's like in the sitcoms where it's the same person playing yeah, it yeah. that's martin and martinique okay anyways um Yes, sorry. Rich people tone it down. Yes. Yeah, but 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 that's also like, but you, but there's a way of saying I'm at a cool, trendy, probably expensive place. I'm not posting me and my girls in cute outfits necessarily. Blah blah blah. I'm posting a shot with just a picture of the latest trendy drink that's kind of blurry and greasy and bad lighting. Right. That's how you know that I'm still probably cool and rich at the same time, but not totally. And the flip side of that coin is. Tammy, Tammy Teclamarian. How do you say that? Tammy Teclamarian. You know who I'm talking about. I do. Um, I think it's Teclamarian. Yeah. And she was writing about in her year eight in New York. She was like, why is caviar as like a topping? Like mm-hmm. caviar as garnish. Why is that a thing suddenly everywhere? And she was like, part of it is being able to charge luxury price and signal luxury without putting in the effort to 
make something worth the money. Hmm. So you can charge $50 for a Bloomin' Onion because it's topped with caviar instead of figuring out how to Hmm. make a vegetable dish worth $50. And I think it's that too that it's like you can teach a fucking lobotomized 23-year-old how to make an espresso martini instead of investing in your staff and growing their knowledge and so they end up with the ability to be like okay what do you like to drink like right let's get you a jushu let's get you so you know something a little more alliance tale something off the beaten path you just have someone who's like yes i can do that but you can charge 25 dollars for it right yeah, I think, yeah, it's like people want a shorthand always, but now especially. Now especially, it's like, yeah, it's signaling, like, I'm in the know, I've been working from home, but I still go out, I'm in the know, I get it, I get it. But it's also, it's really, but it is kind of like, I don't think, Stopping to think about how weird it is to see the same cocktail over and over again on my feed, which has been happening for the last year and a half or however long. It's very fucking strange when you think about it, because that truly just was not the case. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It really was not. It really was not. These fucking writers are like, not helping it. Media, I'm looking at you. Okay, come on. And, and yeah, they're not helping because they're pushing the drink narrative. And also I pitched to Eater months ago. I was like, I just feel like the, the language we use, I was like, natural wine is over. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, the language we use for wine, the poetry of discussing wine, the fucking vibe out of discussing wine is over. That's done. Natural wine is over. And they were like, well, places aren't like going back to pouring conventional wine. So no. And I was like, you'll never fucking get it because it's about a fucking vibe it and it's intangible. Like a mis- like a miscommunication. But I think like if you're always trying to be ahead of the curve, you're never going to be able to. And you're always trying to say what the next trend is. You're never going to be able to talk about something ephemeral like how did this right. happen? I would argue that Eater is not the best place for anything like that. Well, duh. Okay, I think the idea is great. I just think it's not a match. <laughs> well, duh. I sent them a list of ideas. They were like, you should kill yourself. No, I think I know this. This, It's just not a match. You have to match your pitches for the places and eaters like 38 greasiest burgers in the world. It's like <laughs> yeah. that's, they're not going to write about a vibe unless it's like go get a dirty, dirty Shirley or whatever. Right. So it's a them problem. It's not a you problem. Thank you. I assumed that. Obviously. Um, I think though, but it is, it's like, it's, it is like what, 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 what happened? I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally, I think many of us had, uh, had identity. uh, We had an identity crisis, right? right? Uh, collectively. And, Maybe we're just getting back on our feet and being like, okay, like, what do I like? Who am I? Like, what? I don't know. Like, everything's changed. Have I changed? What do I drink now? I don't know. Or or maybe it's like going back to the old ways feels fucking weird. And not even like, I can't believe we're going back to just having fun. Because obviously that's not what people are doing. They're not worried about that at all. It's more like... <laughs> 
I don't know, new habits, new patterns. We're trying out this new, I don't know. Or everyone's just worse. I don't know. That could also be it. Yeah. I mean, I think partially everyone's just worse. I do think there's something to like, almost like a collegiate level of like. Yeah. Like I remember in college one time, this girl that I liked was like, you know, what's really good pear vodka with ginger ale. And I was like, okay. And then like that Friday night I went out and I bought pear vodka and ginger ale. And guess what? It's disgusting. Cause I, really? Cause I was like, that sounds kind of good to me. It was gross. Even at the time I was, I haven't revisited it to be fair, to be fair to my Reisman. I have not revisited it. Um, at 18, I was like, I'll hurl. Yeah. Ginger beer, maybe, and some... Could be good. Yeah, I think you could... I think you could tool around with that. <laughs> now, is it worth your time and money? No. Uh, no. But you could figure it out, I think. But the thing is, is, like, apple... Like, pear is an orchard fruit. Apple yeah. is an orchard fruit. Ginger. I, these no, are I, intuitive pairings. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how many pear ginger desserts has... Tarts have Right. Right. You know what? Call her up. I'm going to um, call her up. Call me up in about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but I think there's something to that of the way of just being like, oh, okay. Like, oh, that's what that's the vibe. That's what we're drinking. That's, oh, okay. Okay. The vibe like, is impossible to figure out. So people just want it to be, they want it to be happening and they want to know what it is. Right. And they want it to be easy. When yeah. really it's just pain and suffering. That's the vibe. And not just like, oh, they want it to be easy, but it's like, it's so difficult that like, if there was an easy way, you would take it. No, totally. I'm not like, yes, I think that's, I think it's a very difficult, fucked up time. And so people, yeah. they're like, okay, we're too exhausted to think of like actually fucking doing, you know, putting in any more yeah. effort than this is what we're drinking now. Yeah. And like, and, and me, I still only drink natural wine and I love natural wine. And sometimes when people... When you open a bottle with friends and someone's like, well, oh, my God, like the nose is like this. I'm like, mm-hmm. what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I think our brains are done. We can't handle that kind of information Max at capacity. the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there is kind of a lemon yogurt thing going on. Totally fucking. I taste the rocks, the wet rocks <laughs> and the bell pepper. Now this is wet rocks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, this is not exactly related, but my uh, friend who is Ukrainian uh, was missing this bar uh, from her hometown that's like a witch bar, like a witch-themed bar. <laughs> Okay, cool. And she sent me, she was like, I would really love one of these cocktails. Um, and you were a bartender. So can you tell me how to make these cocktails? And then she sent me like three lists of like insane ingredients. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, what did you want me to do with this again? I was like, yeah, these ingredients you can all find here. Like no problem, like easy enough, you know? And she was like, totally. How would you make them? And I was like, oh, you want like specs? I was like, well, not really how it works. Not sure how much of the like dram buoy I'm putting in <laughs> with the orange juice. I would kind of have to do a straw test to kind of figure that out and kind of adjust accordingly. But it was so funny. It just reminded me of like how 
the average person thinks it works sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yeah, I can kind of have an idea of what the proportions might be, but I would just blindly going in. I can't tell you half ounce, quarter. I can't tell you that. Sorry. I just have to. Maybe I've been uh, away from the stick too long, but. Oh my God. A signature, like a signature cocktail, like Earth, Sky, Fire, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to taste like. It's supposed to look like a bubbling cauldron. Like, I don't know how to fucking <laughs> do I don't know how to do that. The witch, the witch bar. Oh, rough. That's Curacao, rough. blue Curacao. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, <clears throat> I was like, just have a beer. I'm good. Um, You're like, here's a little tip for you. <laughs> beer used to be a woman's drink. In ancient times. She's kind of like, witchy. Okay, well, I'm just straight up traumatized. Can you just make <laughs> me a drink? Um, anywho, well, this also sort of ties in to um, we received very kindly a book uh, by a friend of the podcast and listener, uh, Taya Inkst. Angst. I'm really sorry. I should have asked you. E N. GST. Angst. Angst. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Boston bartender person, industry person, um, longtime pro. And uh, she and uh, this woman, Liv Albert, wrote a book called Nectar of the Gods. Um, It's like mythical cocktail recipes. So it's really fun, but she sent us this and said, you know, do you guys want to look at this and talk about it on the podcast? I said, yeah, babe, send me a book. Simon and Schuster, hook it up. Um, but it's kind of fun because I think it's very specific, but it also has a lot of great recipes for like basic syrups that you know that I could probably use for this fucking witch drink. I should probably just take a take a note from this and say, hey, what am I gonna drink? Fucking the Apollo Spritz. Um, no, but it's super cute and it has like um, it talks about like. This is a perfect nerd book, by the way. It's like Greek myths and their corresponding drinks. But it's a really beautiful book. It's really pretty. And it's a lot of thought, you can tell. And stop getting these fucking people to drink goddamn espresso martinis, even though they're delicious, and have a Phaedra Fizz instead. Have a Phaedra Fizz. It actually looks delicious. These are all, I will say, I'm looking at these ingredients, and they're actually all legit. They're not disgusting. So Taya's like, thanks for the <laughs> fucking promo. I'm like, it actually <laughs> doesn't look like dog shit. No, Wait, it, it doesn't look disgusting. But this is a really, I think this would be a really cute um, gift book for the nerd in your life or the drinker or the alcoholic nerd in your life, I would say. Oh, come on. And who doesn't have one of those? I mean, you know what I was thinking while I was forced to read The Odyssey recently was... W- doesn't it feel like it's time for a Greek resurgence? When's the last time we had any kind of... I would love that. Yeah, right? come on. I think it's time to have, like, where's the new miniseries or something? Like, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rome. Remember HBO's Rome? Something. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But maybe I'm maybe I'm Nora. ready for it now. Like, give me the Caesar haircut back. Somebody... Caesar haircut, orgies... Yeah, maybe that's just this what I'm missing. I just need a haircut and like have sex or something, and then I'll feel better. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I've tried that already, but. Um. But anyways, nice. back to the book, Nectar of the Gods. Check it out. Um. By by a friend of the podcast, and literally does have. Oh, and it Good also recipes. has 
has good recipes and it has um, little like shorthands if you want to know, if you want to be one of the people of the old world and know more about, uh, you know, Amaro or all this shit. It has definitions and tells you what you can substitute if you don't have it, which I think is really helpful. Definitely, definitely good for the home bar. Oh my God, how many times? I'm like, I don't have this. I guess I'll just put in this other disgusting thing and it doesn't work. But if I had this book, maybe it it would work. Anyways, thank you very much for the gift, uh, Taya. This is great to have. Put it on my coffee table. Whip it out when I impress my folklore classmates. Definitely. My colleagues. That's going to kill. They're going to be like, oh my God, can we, can you make us this right now? And I'll be like, you need to fucking back off. No, I can't. That's disrespectful. You come into my home and you say, make me a fucking Athena's uh, cup of cup. And I'll say, no, get the fuck no, out. No, I can't. I can't. How dare you? Have some respect. A woman's work is never done. Um, It's true. I said that recently and I was like, you know what, Lillian? That is true. You said it as a joke. That is true. But it's it true. true. Um, what else were we? Oh, I wanted to say too that while I was like doing research and loose quotes for this episode, uh, I found just an old um, bad article about like uh, figure out personal. Is it wait? This is the title: figure out personality type of the woman you would like to date through her preferred drink. I'll just yes. read the first. I won't go through all of them, but just I just wanted to read this one. Uh, it says, the rum in Coke girl. And the first sentence is, never trust this girl. That's all. <laughs> it's just... Absolutely and I, true. You know, I do think that. I do. That is a very suspicious drink. Uh, if someone was just to like, yeah, cold order. I mean, that happens sometimes when someone just gets a rum and Coke and you're like, whoa, okay. No, that's definitely a, weird. That's darkness. That's something is fucked up in that person's life. Something's afoot. Yeah. What do you say? You say captain and diet, or like it's like even worse. Oh, if someone ordered a diet and, and rum, I would be like, you actually. I obviously have had that before, and Malib- I, is it Malibu and diet? Like, what do you? No, I mean, I as we've said, you know, I've thrown up Malibu so much in my life, but true, 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 true. I would say you usually go dark. Yeah. But I've I've thrown up a lot of rum and cokes <clears throat> in Cambridge, Massachusetts on the sidewalk. Um sorry everybody. At Harvard for that. <laughs> yeah. When she was going to Harvard. When I was so stressed out about being at Harvard. Um <laughs> being the valedictorian. When I was in the skull and bones <laughs> or whatever. Um <laughs> the girls club of that. Um Anyways, yeah, I mean, I guess the point is, I don't know. Do you still have a signature drink? How's your drinking changed? And then we can close uh, the door on this. I mean, my signature is, is I, I always go for a margarita. Now I work at a Tex-Mex restaurant, and I drink more than ever. More of them than <laughs> ever. Not yeah, more yeah, than yeah. ever, but I drink yeah. more margaritas than I ever have before. Yeah, that's great. I miss margaritas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to drink beer now. I drink so much beer. You wouldn't believe Interesting. it. Well, Interesting. Well, there's only beer. Uh, there's a thousand breweries here, and the only yeah. thing to do is go to a brewery and eat out of a food truck, my two worst nightmares. So Yeah. But I That'll will say I found some good beer here that I do like. So Yeah, I mean, I like beer. I like beer, and I don't get too fucked up. But it's still, it's, you know, it's not what you always want, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I hope to get back into the margarita mindset soon. 
I love the margarita mindset. I mean, the good thing about margarita, two beers is like whatever, but two margaritas, you're you're feeling loosey goosey. Yeah, I worry about getting. I have not gotten to New York level drunk here, which I think is a good thing, um, and it yeah. would not be accepted in this society. So I have to be careful. People here don't get twisted. Yeah, I'm like, when was the last time I even got New York level drunk? I'm not even, I just mean like, I'm drunk in public. Oh, the wedding, duh. Yeah, see, frowned upon. Yeah. I just need to hang out with undergrads. I think that's my real problem. But I didn't even do anything weird. It's like, I guess that's what it is, is like now even when I'm like very drunk, I don't do anything weird. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. Well, I'm going to go watch a couple episodes of a show in my bed before i pass out <laughs> yeah uh i'm like oh it's an episode of seinfeld i've seen seven times that perfect to uh pass away the night in uh okay well i don't think we have any sorry i didn't mean to end the podcast episode Are that's very fine i have literally nothing more to say okay me either um i looked and i don't think we have any new nope new no new patrons um but a lot of good new content is that true? Well, didn't yeah, because I published a newsletter and you published a newsletter. Oh, oh, on our Patreon. Yes, we have yeah. the newsletter just came out. Our um, <laughs> Mad Libs episode just came out. <laughs> um, when I don't hate my school, I will put, I'll put another fun academic, fun academic article up. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. Come on, come on over to the dark side, um, if you will. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Please review, rate, and subscribe. And uh, hey, tell hey, do me a favor. Tell a friend about this podcast. Tell a friend. Word of mouth. Yeah. All All right. right. See ya. Bye. Bye bye.